is we're playing murder mystery now. Oh yes, we're playing murder mystery. Thank you for that, Peter. I'm I'm glad that you said playing because. <laughs> Lovely. So basically, oh, no. what happened was, um, oh no, Ben oh, order in? just had a lot of sausages and meatballs. Yeah, and it was and then not, we had dinner, and it was not what he wanted. And dinner was also, dinner was spaghetti meatballs. And what can you do with spaghetti? Like really, throw uh, that around a little bit. You have to be a bit, bit close. Uh, yeah. Actually, no. Talk. Let's talk this, normally. I am yeah. talking normally. Oh, uh, you might need a bit. Move a bit closer, yeah. <coughs> or maybe no. Move the mic closer to you. It's fine. Yeah. Do you? There we go. Now just talk normally. So if I just talk normally yeah, here. Yeah. Or maybe push it closer. Yeah, thanks, babe. Right in your face. There we go. So like right in my face. Oh, that's face. very good. Yeah. Oh, oh. Just can the you... way... Does this look familiar, Bruno? <laughs> it doesn't. It's actually very intrusive. I don't know if I can handle this kind of shaft in my um, face. I love your shirt, though. It's got a cat and a scarf. Thank you. Yes. Where'd you get it from? Um, it's from Tea Turtle. And it's actually a Slytherin t-shirt. A Slytherin. Is that a Harry Potter reference? Well, here's the thing. Um, We did a what house are you type situation while we were looking at the... It wasn't BuzzFeed. It was the official Pottermore website. (laughs) And um, Bruno has just whispered. Why are you laughing? (laughs) (laughs) It was the official Pottermore website. And we all did it. All the cool kids were doing it. And... The cool kids apparently got... Can you um, talk into the mic? Directional. <laughs> <laughs> the cool kids were able to get Hufflepuff. That sounds so gay. I <laughs> got Slytherin. Is that... The, and I have just taken Alan... it to the bank. Uh, uh, huh? Draco. Draco. Oh, he's the blonde one who isn't... Gay but has gay face. He did a documentary. Gay face. Yeah. Um, I feel that's a bit homophobic. No, it's not at all. It's actually quite complimentary. Chronic face. Chronic, right? And the, but he did a, a a movie about being famous. I don't know if anyone's seen it, like a documentary. And he interviewed Daniel Radcliffe and a bunch of other people. Actually, no, he interviewed J.K. Rowling as well. It's quite good. I saw it on the plane. Don't know where it's going. So yes, that's my shirt, and I'm sure you can see it on the website. Um. Yeah, the, it will be you uploaded to this, the whatever. This. Not no, that this website. Are you single website? You oh, will take a photo sh- of me and my shirt. Okay, and then fine. We will I will see it all. I will. Okay. All right. Okay, listeners, welcome <laughs> to Are You Single again. Um, we were just in discussions about his shirt and whether it was cat related, but it's actually Harry Potter related. Um, there's a cat on it. Okay, there's, there's a, cat a cat on it. Okay, with me today we have Bruno from Brazil. Everyone's clicking their fingers. You can't see this, no, but uh, everyone is literally clicking their fingers. There's about 20 people here, and it's it's gone wild. The, there isn't 20 people, but ah, uh, <laughs> nobody knows this. Okay, there are 20 people here. So uh, sure. No, okay, so we have, we have Bruno here and his muscle, Stephen, um, who was in a previous episode of Are You Single? Say hello, hello. again. <laughs> hello again. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm okay. Yeah? Yes. You're right. You you got your drink in tow and your notes and your phone. and I must have my drink. It was part of my rider, actually. You know, some people ask for 
M&M's, I ask for something alcoholic. And Peter well, I, has very much provided me with I something alcoholic. I am a great alcoholic. host. Yes. I am, I am. I try. Are you single? <sighs> oh, my God. Ah, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could you not be w- after doing that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what why. No, we like Bruno. Bruno's actually quite lovely. I don't know why he's just feeling... He's feeling a bit loopy, but that's 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 good too. Um, are you on the apps the, at the moment? Any websites or all that stuff? Uh, so yes. Uh, to answer number one, I am single. Uh, to answer why am I single? Who knows, right? Who knows anything in this day and age? Uh, but yes, I am on the apps, as some people like to say. Yes. I am currently on um, Tinder at the moment. Um, simply because that's just, it, it's, it, you know, it's an easy one to use. You just use it and, um, it's fine. I have used a few of the others. So, uh, let's do a little bit of a, a, a dive. So okay. basically I am not in the grinder. Wait, Bruno, scene. are you straight or gay? I'm straight. That's right. Okay. okay. There we go. Um, I've used coffee meets bagel. Okay. I've, uh, which was nice. I like the whole theme where you. Do you only like have bagels? a certain. I don't. Well, I don't like coffee, okay. so okay. the premise of that one was a oh, bit. That's controversial for Oof. our Melbourne listeners. Mm. And Brazilian, because oh, Brazi- I'm oh, from they... Brazil. So. You are, and, and are they coffee fiends? Brazils love coffees. Brazils. Brazils. I thought they were called Brazilian. No, no, no. <laughs> we like to call ourselves as Brazils. Are you referring to the wax? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Go, sorry. That, continue. That, that's continue. painful. I, I don't think I've, I will ever do that. But anyway. Um, I, yeah, so I've done that one yeah. and, you know, they've all got their own little pros and cons. Yeah. Pros yeah. and cons. Okay. Um, so coffee meets bagel and then yeah. the other one is Bumble. Oh yeah. That yep, people use, which that's is nice. Very, that's, that's more for the females, I believe. They have more control. Yeah. The dating story. It's okay. nice because it gives the girls a chance to chat to the guys first. So if you go on any of the others, um, it's, they, they always use the same preference. You know, guy swipes girl, girl swipes guy, there's a match. And then what happens is one of them have to send a message. Can you put the microphone closer? Yeah. So usually what has to happen is the guy has to go in and send the initial message. Yeah, right. right. But with Bumble, um, the girl is the one who has to initiate initiate that first contact. That's true. That, that gives them more control. I like that. It does, yeah. yeah. yeah it's so, you know, it's trip. good. And with Coffee Meets Bagel, mm-hmm. you have like a 24-hour period between the two of you matching where one of you has to have a conversation. Mm, yes, okay. So it gives that like, you know, 24, like Jack Bauer type of feel where one of you have to have that initial Yeah, and you have to, yeah. And you have Otherwise, to it's just gone and who knows. Like a Snapchat, isn't it? It is, kind yeah, of. like a Snapchat. Okay. Um, have you ever lied on your profile? Define lie. Like when you say that you're endowed, but actually you need like a, a, a penis detector. All right, well, that's, that's a very personal lie. And I feel that's kind of a lie. No, that's that... an example of a lie <laughs> and not have you actually... No, no. All right. No, I think that the only lies that you would do is... Um, I'm adventurous. I have climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, right. Know, where obviously I have not. Uh, kidding. I have. I did it with the record amount of time. And it was amazing. 
Oh god. Have you lied during a conversation on an app or on Oh good. He preference by saying in an app because I obviously just lied about this conversation now, you know, climbing the mountain. Uh, but yeah, yeah I know well, you're obviously a lie on your on the outset, so then you loud you lie in the conversation too. Oh, you're just all over the shop. Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, sorry can you repeat the question? Is, I, I was I thought that was I'm hilarious. I'm trying my best. Um Okay, so you you have lied before, uh, on the app, as like not just in the profile part, but also in conversation. In well, app. let's um, let's define a white what we're lie. About. Like, yeah, obviously, white lies. What's a white I lie? I wouldn't lie on my uh my my profile because okay. oh good. So good. to define right now, I'm only on Tinder. Okay, that's, that's on the Tinder, only okay. app that I'm on at the yeah. moment. Um, yeah. because that's. I don't have the kind of brain power to to do five different apps at the same time. So, yeah. you know, simple yeah. me, Bruno. Let's just keep it down to one. You're simple. I, I you know, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> and so I'm not going to lie on an app because I Good. think that if you lie in initial offset, that- then you're starting everything off on the wrong foot. Yes. Regardless if you're looking for a hookup or an actual date. Because they are two completely different things. Yes. Um, I just think that if you're lying in the, the offset, then, you know, it's a bad start. So, no lies. No, no lies. As, yeah. Okay. No lies in, in, in the initial. Who was the most annoying person you've met on Tinder so far? The most annoying person yeah. that I've met. There's, can I... Um, or how about we, we start off with, what's the most uh, irritating personality to you where you're like, I can't even begin to engage. I'll, I'll amalgamate it to uh, a certain type of person, which as a straight single guy would definitely be the type of person who would just keep talking and talking and talking on Tinder um, or let's just call it like on an app without any sort of, oh yeah, let's let's move this forward or let's meet up or let's do anything about it. Mm. It's always like the, oh, yes. Oh, your weekend's good. Oh, cool. And then you, you can try and push it forward. But yeah. then it never eventuates to like, let's go and meet up or let's let's do this. Let's have coffee. Let's have drinks. Let's go rock climbing. You know, let's do anything apart mm. from just being involved in this constant. How are you? How was your weekend? What's going You're on? You're not a small, small talk kind of guy. No. no. And... I'm not a text kind of guy. Mm. You prefer um, it in the flesh. I, I do. I, yeah. I prefer it in person. Um, I know that my texting isn't great. So I'm sure that there have been plenty of people who uh, I've probably lost contact with because my text messages aren't great. Lackluster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, that's why I want to be like, oh, hey, let's, let's talk, let's chat, let's meet in real life. Yeah. That's good. I, I think that's very old-fashioned, old school, and I think... That there's a certain charm to that, I think, um, but at the minute in this in this digital age, I think texting is kind of a thing that you need to at least put up with in the in the first instance. Oh, I put up with it. I I can okay. <laughs> I can do a bit of text like that's fine. Yeah, but there mm. comes a time if we're talking specifically um, dating. How apps, long would you give yourself? 
I would say if you're going over two weeks, that's way too much. Yeah, yeah. One week is practically... It, one week is my benchmark. Yeah. You need to be talking to someone. You need to have chats, regular interval chats for about a week, a week and a half. If it goes longer than that, then it's 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 too long. Has that worked for you, though? Like where you've they've gone within that time period where they've you texted just, just enough and then... You've you've gone on a, a face-to-face date with him. Well, I mean, what's the success ratio? Do you think? From um, are we talking about like from conversational? Talking to the fucking microphone, man. <laughs> Keeps turning to his his Stephen. The microphone is in between the both of us. I'm sure you can get great audio levels. Uh, hold on, the microphone is now moving. Now in between. Oh, it's yeah, now. Okay. Is this, okay. Is this better? Does that work better? It's That's directional, so it only goes better. one way. Because I, I, I'm talking and I keep looking. It's true. I do keep yeah, looking at Stephen to give me some reaction because I tell him a lot of my... And I give him none. I'm eating crackers. <laughs> I tell Stephen a lot of my um, dating woes. Okay, well, then now, now and, tell that um, to the microphone now, to our listeners. And just like this conversation, he gives me nothing but I'm eating <laughs> crackers. So why don't you just fuck off? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> okay, the question was what has been the success rate? What has been the <laughs> He's showing Stephen is now distracting us all with the photo I'm of him. I'm putting a picture of myself on top of the microphone to help Bruno yeah, so he can in his stay, conversation. So doesn't turn his goddamn So he's yeah. talking to me and the microphone. All right. So um <laughs> The success rate Success of, rate. Success oh yeah, rate is always a little bit... Um, like, who wants to quantify what actually is a success success rate? And what is a success rate? To you, what is what do you think is... Uh, what What is successful? I suppose, okay, anything above 50%. So, when you've spoken... You've you've made initial contact. You mm-hmm. start texting for less than two weeks, I believe was the, mm-hmm. was the limit. I believe that's how what many I times, Yeah. How many times has that happened versus the amount of times that has that they've gone over? I would say that the amount of times that I have texted and requested a date within a week is much, much higher than the times that oh, I have just good. progressed through and just carried on with, a, with the casual conversation. Because mm. it's so easy to sleep into, sleep, slip into a, um, yeah. hey, what's going on type friendly conversation. And then you forget that it's like, oh, yeah, we're meant to be trying to find an actual real-world experience in which we're meant to be meeting up and seeing if we are compatible as human beings together. You know what? When I first met you, you were definitely a guy that wasn't for... Yeah, polite, we'll say, inverted commas, conversation. Polite? You were like, I'd say, hi, how you going? We met at work, guys, at an old job. And um, I'd say, how are you going? Are you selling? He's like, yeah, fine. Yeah, it's all right. And he just resumed to looking at news.com or something. And to, to me, clarify, it was. I thought he was homophobic. So. <laughs> or, or, or xenophobic. To Asian clarify, phobic. this is also my memory of the first time we met Bruno also. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first. I, I believe we had a conversation after we met him thinking. Is he, we uh, been, is he we, gay we, Firstly, Peter is talking like about yeah. we as in like Peter and, and Stephen. Stephen. Sorry, Peter I believe Stephen. we were just like, is he just a bastard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as time went on, little did I know. 
that it was mostly true. No, no, no. But I am totally like Ben is exactly the same. Can't really engage in small talk for any more than a like two, three, four minutes before he just disengages. So I get that, and that's okay too. And the fact that you like you prefer doing face to face is also another quality that I find redeeming as well. So then, in terms of dates, the last year, how many have you been on? Numbers are a really hard thing for me because, uh, you know, I I don't know how to do math. So, thank you. Uh, one plus two is he five. He looks Asian. That's I, I, why. I, sw- looks- I swear. Um, what? what Five? Six? Seven? Uh, I, I really seven. don't know. Like, who really? keeps count of these things? I'm not, I'm not it's the only, one no, who keeps there's count. There's no shame in dating. And, look, numbers. Okay, honestly. It's only, you're only as old as you feel. Excuse me. You do nothing by number. That's and age, I feel very, good. very young, people. Young. How old are you? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies, you can find that out when you you meet him on you know face to face on a date. But you're not just <laughs> it's talking also on my about Tinder. Your date. So just and FYI. it's on your Tinder. Oh, okay, it's on your Tinder. So what what date did you put on your Tinder? I hope it's not a lie because I think I know your age. No, no, no. My my age is very much what it is on my Tinder. <sighs> okay. All right. He's 31. I'm 31. 31. Okay. 31. All right. So, <laughs> 31, you went on a, you know, a, a certain amount of dates. Um, but tell me then about the one date you went on. It was a first date where you had mistaken a girl for someone else. Yes. So... What happened here? Again, <laughs> speaking of Tinder and, you know, the modern dating age... Um, this was very much a Tinder date and, um, I, I, no, I lie. It was actually a Bumble date. Um, so Is there boom. a difference between the types of women in, on those dates? No, I don't well, think so. there's, I it's think just, they would it's cross a different over. App. I don't know if there's a difference in I, mm, the women, but anyway, it, it, the point is that we met on Bumble and then we went on a date and, um, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was fine. Because it was fun. However, what happened was I got there just a tad late and um, the girl was already there and her name was, um, let's let's say her name was... Delilah. <laughs> yeah. Let's say her name was Delilah, Delilah, right? And then I got it mixed up with someone else and I got there and there was no one else there. So I saw another girl there who, who kind of looked like the, the Bumble description and I was like, oh, hey, Jolene, how are you? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, a very awkward pause. <gasps> hey. And I'm like, um, are you, uh, no. And then she's like, oh, I don't know who you are. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to the bathroom now. And so then I went to the toilet for a quick, like, what the hell is going on? What's happening? When I came out, Jolene or the, the yeah. real Jolene came out and says, oh, hey, Bruno. I'm like, yes. And she was all like, oh, I heard you're introducing yourself to yeah. that other woman. Yeah. Um, hi. And I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> she was hyperventilating. No, I was hyper. This oh, is me hyperventilating. Oh, I'm oh like, oh, I'm sorry. I've just, like, the first date and I've introduced myself oh, to the wrong, wrong woman. Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, we had a, a relatively nice night, but it, yeah. how how do you come back from actually 
introducing yourself to the wrong, wrong. person. Well, you just say, oh, I am so sorry. I thought you were someone I was meeting. And then you just end it. You yeah. Know, I thought it was a nice thing. night. It was good. But then, you know, she, um, she sent me a very, very, very quick message the next day and then unmatched me on Bumble. So, ta-ching, boom. But it's right, because I had a boozy lunch with Steven the next day, so. And bitched about why he was... Why? Well, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say bitch. I would say like, what, why? What's wrong with What's me? Wrong with me? <laughs> what did I do? Tell me I'm beautiful. I would say bitched. Yes. He says bitched, but w- what is bitch? What's what? bitch got to do? <laughs> okay, don't see... A bitch is two people spilling the tea yeah. on what happened the night before. Or with someone to, to bitch about... At the center of it all, I believe. <laughs> but yes, that was um, that, that was fun. Was, but look, yeah, that was fun. Unfortunate at the time. Oh, and it was it very hot. It was like during summer, and I remember getting there. It. How do you date in the summer, people? People of Australia, how do you date in the summer? Because you just sweat. Walking from point A to point B, it's it's ridiculous. It's that should terrible. be a question in the next census. I'm pushing that forward for your podcast, Peter, and then I need you to give me the answers. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll give you a feedback report of everyone that's... Please do. I need, I need the help. <sighs> okay. Okay. That's, that's unfortunate. But look, at least you now know not to confuse a woman with someone else. Yes. One person with another person. And okay? to be fair, the names were actually very similar. Very, very similar. The names. The names of the girl that I first introduced and the names of the girl that I actually had the date with were extremely similar. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, no, that's okay. Selfie time. Let's just say that it was going to be like a Steve and a Steven. That was how similar the names were. Oh, right. Okay. I say Steven because Steven is sitting right next to me. Steven? Hello. <laughs> so... Okay, let's go back to when you first entered this planet. Okay, you grew up in a range of places, Brazil, mm-hmm. the Central Coast, mm-hmm. in Sydney. Um, why all the moving? Well, um, I wish that they were mostly mine, but uh, to be honest, uh, I was at the mercy of my parents. We were born in Brazil. I say we because my parents were also born there. And uh, out of circumstance, we decided to move all the way over here to Australia. Uh, It was a good move because my parents didn't want to live in the the third world country that is Brazil. So they wanted... It was a small family. I was four when I moved over here. So they didn't want to have a... uh, What? A young family in a third world country. Right, right. So they decided to move over... And I was just dragged along, didn't even get a ticket. I just got shoved in the suitcase yeah, and, forced into you know, yeah, suitcase, whew, transported all the way over here to Australia. Yeah. Uh, and then we moved around a little bit when I was younger. We moved from Sydney, around Sydney, and then to the Central Coast. And then my my dad finally found this place on the coast. Mm. And that's it, where we grew a, up. Just first off, it's a shame that you didn't hold the accent, the Brazilian accent, because that... Would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a shame. You sound... <laughs> yeah, I... Unfortunately, all I sound is Australian you now. Too, Yeah, completely Aussie, which, you know, which is fine too, but... Uh, 
it is what it is. Aussie to the point that when I go back to Brazil, my cousins and uncles and aunties all say, oh, I thought you were Brazilian. And I'm like, ha very funny. Loco. And then... What's, the, what's Spanish for? No, no. The- they say, oh, who let the gringo in? <laughs> and gringo. I'm like, uh, I oh, speak gringo. Portuguese. Are you serious? <laughs> can you speak any Spanish? Oh, I can Portuguese. speak Portuguese, Portuguese yeah. sorry. Yeah. Fluently? But I'm, I'm extremely rusty, at least for the yeah, first like week that I'm there. And then I can start to pick up the language a little bit. All more. right, let's have a conversation. I can't speak Brazilian. I mean, Portuguese, but so I, I say, oh, hi, I, I'm new to I'm new to Sao Paulo. Can you tell me where the the nearest taco stand is? I mean, we don't have tacos. <laughs> what do you have? But we Sorry, have this, this delicious dish called a pastel. Oh, that sounds so ignorant right now. Pastel. A pastel. Okay. A pastel okay. is amazing. I... Um, você pode ir no pastel uh, e comer o pastel ali. Oh. I mean, I, okay, those of you who do speak Portuguese, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really am. Um, that actually sounded very <laughs> Italian, but I liked it nonetheless. It was very accented Portuguese. I um, could even, in my, I, I could hear the accent screaming across what I said. <laughs> okay, so do you go back to Brazil often? I try to. Yeah. It's okay. been about seven years since I've been back. Um, seven years? Yeah. I was actually just looking through the last time that I went there, and Shit. it's been seven years. Good. You I miss my too. family there. Yeah. It's it's been a while. It's just hard to get to. Mm, right. It's um, yeah. it's it's a it's a long trip over. It's expensive. It takes a lot of like annual leave time, mm. uh, and it's it's something. It's just sitting there on my wish list, yes. and it's yeah. it's gonna happen. Yep. I want it to happen either this year or next year. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's good. Do you, 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 you grew up in a smaller family. You have a younger sister? Fun fact, we were both born on the exact same day. Wow, you shared a birthday. A we birthday. do. Oh we do, yes. The 27th Fun. of April, send me gifts. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're, we're born on the same day. But I, I uh, left relatively soon after I could in terms of... Um, after high school, or yeah, I, yeah. I I left home when I was uh, eighteen and a bit, so like yep. nineteen years old. Your standard, yeah. And then I um, moved because we lived on the central coast. Yeah. So I don't know how many people know the central coast. Listen, no, we'll give a a, a summary. Let's of... call it a coastal town uh, with and colorful people. Colorful people, mm. most definitely. It's very much some place that you would go to retire. Mm. Uh, it's beautiful, oh. absolutely beautiful. There are about. 30 beaches that you can go to. Really? Yeah. All the different... Well, I say beaches. I mean beaches and coves and bays. Oh, so, okay. 30, you know, different little locations that you can go to that mm. we here in Sydney will classify as yep. a beach. Mm. And you couldn't wait to leave all of that. No. No. Uh, being there for 18, I went to practically every single uh, over 18s club Nightclub, Ooh. disco, disco that you could have. Go to the, dis- the and, blue light um, disco. Was it called the blue light disco? I, no, blue light discos that's were the under eighteen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I did a few <laughs> of those. So uh, it's so the red light disco then. <laughs> no, red light, red light. What's this accent coming uh, from here? What is this? <laughs> red light I disco. I assume the Central Coast people talk like this. Well, you with assume incorrectly, but yet there are those who are living there. So oh, okay, so sorry, continue. Yes. 
continuing on. So you left at 18. (laughs) Yeah, so I left uh, 18, 19, whatever it was. Yeah. uh, Purely because I love my family, but Mm. I needed to to experience the world uh, Mm. greater than the Central Coast. Mm -hmm. And so then I moved into Sydney and... uh, I did a TV media course and blah, blah, blah. I got a job at Channel 9, yep. blah, blah, blah. Nine years later, I got a job at the BBC, which is where I work now with mm-hmm. Stephen. Stevie uh, Steve. <laughs> Stevie Steve. That's me. Okay. So but yeah, the- work, work uh, aside, um, yeah. living on the Central Coast was great. I did like it. It was just uh, a little bit more of a... Um, it's mm, it's kind of like the Florida of the US. So ah, New York being where yeah, we are now, comparison. yeah. New York being Sydney, I would categorize Central Coast. the Central Coast as the Florida. It's nice. It's great to visit, but, and, but I wouldn't live there until you were retired. Until I was retired, you've then been in Sydney for twelve, thirteen years. Then, give or take, you know, give who's doing maths here? I am obviously, but it took me. Why are you doing maths, Peter? Okay, so one thing that I, I I was very impressed by is that he does have a, a green thumb. He loves his plants. And I would never have honestly guessed that. Yeah, he, he's very much... Are you a nature boy? Okay, so Stephen just laughed. He snickered. He, he snickered, but I would say that he laughed his pants off because pants. that is... I, <laughs> I do love my plants. And awesome. um, I will Absolutely. I will thank my mother for this, oh. even though she's never going to hear this podcast. But I would thank my mother because she yeah. also has quite a green, green thumb about it. Yeah. And um, I like to do succulents. And I have a little veranda in Sydney. So anyone who lives in Sydney or mm. like Melbourne CBD would know that you don't really get much space to do anything in terms of no. greenery or fernery yeah. or whatever you call it. No. So I like to um, do the best I can with the limited amount of space that I can. And uh, people have told me that they are surprised that I have not killed as many plants <laughs> as I currently have. They see have. you as a nurturing type. Yes. They never thought oh. that I would be able to keep something alive. And I'm like, so the next step is a puppy, right? <laughs> can I just say Bruno treats his children like normal plants. people? Plant. Oh, yeah. Like no, his plants like, like his children. Like Bruno yeah. treats his plants like he would treat children. children that's sweet it's sweet but also a little bit worrying it's only worrying because he's jealous and Aww. because those plants are kept outside <laughs> if they were children not so sorry children but the next step from plants is animals coat. and animals should be kept outside don't you have an animal don't you have fish or something Oh, no, I, we, I can't have... He has a David. I, I, uh, <laughs> I can't have David animals is his in, my, in my apartment. <laughs> and he certainly does act like an, like an animal sometimes. Well, he yeah, does, anyway. doesn't he? He does bite. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we've established that he hates small talk. Um, he can't remember uh, women's names. And he loves... He You're loves painting pop. me in quite a picture here, <laughs> there, Peter. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. I don't building hate up. small talk. <laughs> But he can plant a seed. <laughs> I hate what small seed? talk. Which I seed? hate Who's women, seed? but I can plant a p- seed. No, we're no, not getting to that part. Jokes. <laughs> okay, look. Okay, all plant life aside, you also do love um, your media. You love your film. You love your TV. And you, you look. You like your sci-fi stuff. 
Yes, true. As babes. Uh, as uh, seen by the fact the, that I'm yeah, wearing got your Harry a Harry Potter shirt. That's right. And I say seen very ironically because this is a audio oh, the scene. thing, so you oh, will never okay, see no. what I'm wearing. Oh, okay. I'm also wearing no pants. <laughs> no, he's not, ladies and gentlemen, and it's very disappointing. But anyway. Um, uh, the fact that I'm not wearing pants, not to what he has seen, is disappointing. Just FYI. <laughs> Um, do you have any uh, favorite TV shows or or films? At, yeah, that you I would say watch? Like, I would say that the the movie top notch is um, Back to the Future Part Two. Oh. That is my all time favorite. Uh, I just love the way that it it intertwines itself and it it goes back and forth in time. Um, in fact, time is quite a a big thing in terms of movies that I watch because Groundhog Day is another movie that I watch. It's quite good. Which yeah. is we're coming up to Groundhog Day, or we've just passed Groundhog we've just Day. Just passed it, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's <laughs> that's a good movie too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I had an idea about a Groundhog Day type movie, but then you know there was a new there was whoa. One, there <laughs> Let's was not horror- talk about yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I uh, yeah because Peter. Was- so here's here's what <laughs> happened, right? Let me tell you a little story. Um, Peter, Stephen, and this other friend of ours. I might have shattered his dreams. We went to, we we had a Hunter Valley and we went to the wineries, uh, and we drank wine and then we were there, we were drinking, we were like, you know what? And I said, I have a great idea about a movie. It'd be like a serial killer type thing. It's like a Groundhog Day type thing. You know, it was great and all. Uh, and then three days later, Peter sends me this link to a movie and the subject just read, is this not your movie? <laughs> <laughs> and it was a link to Happy Death Day. And oh. I was like, thanks, Peter. Uh, I mean, like I told you that in confidence. I didn't know that you were there dealing <laughs> with Hollywood and actually making a movie, which was almost, you know, 70% identical to what it was that I thought my movie was going to be. Oh. But look, I had to keep... Look, if you had gone any further with it, there would have been some backlash, no? Or there would have been like, you are a, a hack. I'll have you know that my movie is going to be 10 times better than Happy Death Day. Do you want to tell listeners what I it's about? I haven't figured it out oh, just okay, yeah, yet, oh. but Damn. it would be better. Steven? It would be better. I will probably write it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a writer, so that's why Steven uh, is going yes, to. Yes, the dynamic yeah. duo. You totally yeah. should. That's why I've got him here as my offsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, so if you were the president, he would be the chief my of vice. staff. Oh, no, not chief of staff. He's not chief of anything. He's my staff. Um, excuse me. I'm his right-hand man. Uh, you speak into the mic, Dal. I can speak into the mic, unlike some people. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Steve. He likes to sh- throw that. shade. <laughs> Let's just go back to Team my podcast. <laughs> it was beautifully microphone. I think he's trying to speak. All right, so which film would you then believe, do you believe, would serve as an aphrodisiac for women, as a film junkie? Oh, wow. Um, that's that's quite a, a, an in-depth question, mm. especially coming from a gay man. I'm like, what, why would you, why, what kind of question is this? What I don't know, I'm speechless. I, I wouldn't put on a movie. I don't understand the context. <laughs> Ladies, I'm really trying, but he's just he's not giving me anything. You could have just said the notebook. Thank you, Stephen. The notebook. Oh. I could have said the notebook. Mm. I realize that now, but I've never actually seen the notebook. So, You have never seen the notebook? 
outrage ensues. <laughs> Does it? Is it Jessica Chastain? <laughs> Rachel McAdams. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's Rachel McAdams. Um, it's on my list. I think it's on Netflix. So, um, all right. No, no but this is okay, ladies. Yeah. When you say so when you go on the if you pass the first stage of uh, the the apps and you see him face to face, this is something you can teach him because he's open to being taught a thing or two. Yes, I am open to being taught. Are you? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, I, I am because I don't okay. know what I should watch. No, okay, no, that's okay. And I'm quite happy to watch the Notebook. Yeah, or Stephen's Steven laughing his dis- ass laughing off, like absolutely laughing. Like everyone here, emotions. everyone in the studio is just laughing their faces off. And I'm like, well, I'm uh, sorry, I just don't know. Uh, do you want to Transformers? Obviously, that's a bad there move. There is a level of innocence in all of this. I am currently outraged, but once I listen back, I'll be like, oh, Betty, <laughs> such a sweetheart. Um, I just don't know. Like, what do what do you want to? What, a movie? <laughs> okay. All right, so then, okay, if you were to bring a woman home, how how would you then carry on there? Oh, so Barry White is starting to come <gasps> into the conversation. Oh, Barry White. Is Barry, is Barry White part of the night? I love Barry White. Oh, was... Uh, well, Barry White needs to be part of the night because he yeah. doesn't have the kind of... I don't have the kind no. of voice that he has uh, the kind of voice. That baritone. <coughs> Barry White. That's, as, no. that's, as, that's, that's it. That's as far as I go. <laughs> In terms of dating, you don't tend to plan or um, have a set way of how the date should be. What do you, like, I mean, what do you think it should be like? No, well, I don't think that you can plan the actual date. No. I okay. think that you can plan the location, mm-hmm. you can plan the day, you mm-hmm. can plan the time, yep, yep. but you can't actually plan how it's going to fall out. So it, it just happens the way that it happens. Organically. Organically, yeah. yeah. And so then you'd be open then to do whatever feels right. Like, like look, obviously talking with her, saying, oh, do you want to go out for a walk or do you want to go back to his place or, I'm um, sorry, her place or my place, whatever. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Spontaneity. Oh, obviously, because if you plan something out, then it, it works out to be like, oh, yes, well, we can't go here because I had planned to go left, mm. but we've actually turned right. right. You know what? Because my first date with Ben, actually, so I, I I planned it right to the end, actually. Yeah, but you would, Peter. I, <laughs> I like and I'm organized to to an extent, okay? And especially when it comes to, and when it came to dating, because at the time I was, I had dated so much and it all ended miserably. I'm like, fuck, I need to try and have some sense of control. And so I, the first day I went out with Ben, I said, okay, we'll go out, we'll have a chat, we'll have drinks, we'll have dinner, and then we'll go have dessert and then, and then we'll go our separate ways and, and then can hopefully continue talking. But there were certain parts of that date which didn't go to plan and I was stressed like an MF. So what parts sweating. of the plan did not <laughs> so work out? It was, <laughs> it was the dessert part. So actually the first part when we were having dinner, he um, kept receiving phone calls and I had all these lines in my head, all these questions I'm sorry, to ask. he kept receiving phone calls? From his, from his boss. And that is verified because how do you I've know that it was his well, boss? It's verified. I it's verified. Okay, <laughs> like like on Twitter, which I'm not yet. <coughs> but yeah, he kept. Re- <coughs> P- 
Peter just uh, coughed and coughed and coughed. <laughs> it feels like he's holding back a lie. <laughs> I'm not lying. No, no. He can verify this because he said this. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> anyway, he was receiving calls. I saw it happen. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I keep getting calls from my boss. And I said, okay, you know what? Let me go to the bathroom and you take this phone call. I didn't go to the bathroom. I was ra- I was waiting at some corner near the bathroom, just waiting, looking, <laughs> just sort of peering, making sure he was off the call. And um, he was talking, talking, talking. I came back and then he's like, so sorry about that, but I just found out we, we, we scored another project or something. So, and, um, and I was like, happy, happy, happy. So just like Jim had... in season six of The Office. Oh, I love The Office. Yeah, that's a good one. See, see, ladies, he's really caught up on all the good comedy. Some say cultured and others say TV break. Are you going to finish that reference for people who don't understand? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was, yes, that was one of the things that didn't go to plan. But I like that spontaneity is one thing that you look forward to in a date. Yes. Okay. So, in terms of relationships then, um, first off, when was the last time you were in a relationship? How long ago? Um, thank you, Alex. Uh, define relationship. Um, who's Alex? From Double Jeopardy. What's Double Jeopardy? Oh, <laughs> is that the movie? Oh, and the joke has fallen flat. Are we talking about Alan Mobile? I was talking about the I think about the Ashley Judd movie. That, that double jeopardy. Kiss the girl. No, it's it's called Double Jeopardy. Is it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's just know, let's just move on. Double Jeopardy. Yeah. Double Jeopardy. Look, uh, look uh, it up. The, look it the up. actual show is called Jeopardy. Look at IMDb. Yeah, IMDb. We like Ashley Judd. The show's called Jeopardy. People, Sister of Winona for Judd. For the people back at home, we need to know what this Ashley Judd movie is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a thriller. It was a political thriller. For those of you keeping up with the political climate, Ashley Judd is one of those against Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, she came out. Well, you can read all about it. You can read all about it on Variety.com. Yeah. But Ashley Judd was in a movie called Double Jeopardy. Thank you. If you go to IMDb, it's her most famous movie. Yes. Uh, in 1999. Yes. Okay. The crime drama mystery of Tommy Lee Jones. And Ashley Judge. 6.4 stars. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's, a, it's a better movie than the 6.4 stars. It sounds like it's a Saturday it's night. It's about movie. a woman framed for her husband's murder. I'm not yeah. sure how we got here. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, but none of us have killed our husbands. No, I would no, we're talking about Bruno and relationships. Sorry, we're talking so, about me. So, and, and when I, I back to my me. definition of a relationship would be, uh, I, I don't think. Well, yeah, there's a certain time, um, period that where you you've known each other, say at least a month, um, but also you've at least made things official where you weren't seeing anyone else. You called each other boyfriend girlfriend. All right, well, I can stop you right there, Peter. Because I have not been in that kind of relationship for quite a while. Uh, quite a while. Quite why, a while. Why, why is that? Uh, I would say circumstance. I would just say that um, I was in a, a relationship for a while. Way, way back in the day. But um, I think that when you live in, uh, in, in a city and then you work... 
it's a, it's a little bit harder to define that relationship thing unless you're with a, someone who lives in the same proximity proximity as you do. Yeah. Okay. So quite. So yeah. Okay. Not I'm, a while. Not a while for that conventional relationship. Right. Okay. But in that relationship, that last relationship you did have, I mean, how far were you guys in? With that relationship, like how were far? You, were, yeah, how far? Sorry, were you, were you living? Thank you. Yeah, were you? No, no, I have never lived with. Oh no, no. no. Okay, so you just made oh, things. Please no. I feel that I'm a very selfish person. I like to I... have my own stuff and my okay. own room. Okay. And by room, I don't mean like a physical room. I mean like a space. Space. Yeah. That can happen. No, no, but that is possible in a relationship. You can have your own space. There are time periods. Yeah. 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 You can. just haven't had the opportunity. No, no, no. I, I, I haven't. And I guess um, I guess I haven't had the uh, opportunity or situation to be in a relationship with someone who I feel comfortable with in the terms of mm. having that relationship for a longer extended period of time. So it's... Okay, so you have... A specific set of requirements. So you you like things set. A well, let's not way. boil it down to like. I science. feel like, well, it, we kind of have to first off, just so we can try and figure out why, because why 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 you haven't um, been in a relationship for the period the time that you've been in. Well, I think that I haven't been in the relationship for the time that I haven't been in been, a relationship yeah. simply because I. I'm quite comfortable in the situation that I'm in right now. Okay. Um, so I have, have I have relationships have with I have um I have friends mm. I have uh, um f- uh, friends like I, I, I don't you, know like I I have, have friends, friends you have, you have, you have and friends. I I have, you have um your... you know I meet up with people and I don't feel that there's people who have come into my life who are like oh you know what that person is great. Like, I don't... I think I can... I don't... I haven't been on a date with someone and it's like, oh, you know what? This girl is amazing. Mm. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. But that doesn't happen I in haven't, the first Let's instance, just say though. that I haven't met my... Soulmate. Okay. You don't feel that there's anything missing. Ooh. Interesting. That's, What's... Yeah. What, yeah. What do you think missing. is missing? Yeah. I wouldn't say that there isn't anything missing. I would, um, okay. I think that there would be, maybe I could, there could be something missing. I look this, I think this is, a, this is definitely a rule. And I know you're about spontaneity, but in every relationship, there is compromise. Whether there's a lot of it or a little bit, a little bit of it, but there is always compromise. So you're saying to me that you're not willing to give in, just, just trade off anything for the sake of the relationship to, no, I would, I would trade. It's, yeah, I, I would definitely be compromising. Yeah, no, that sounds really bad. When I say I don't feel there's anything missing, oh yeah, okay. I mean, you don't feel like, uh, you need someone else to complete who you are as a person, because okay. it always, and I always find it annoys me when someone yeah. says, "Oh, you don't have a girlfriend, you don't have a boyfriend." Oh, then you're not. You're oh, not, then you're, you're not a person. You're not, you're not complete as it. Oh, yeah. And that's what okay. I meant when I said you. Um, wait, what did I? Say? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I get it when because I said, when I said uh, you don't, you 
out. You don't feel there's anything missing. I meant like you don't feel like you're incomplete because Without you don't have oh, that right. thing. Right. I don't mean like I don't. You know what I mean. You feel like you. I uh, do so know what I you mean because I'm that. not. That was me. I'm not incomplete no, as a person. No, you yeah, don't feel you're incomplete. And okay. Okay. To borrow okay. Jessica Chastain, right? Because okay. we just saw her live. Q and A for Molly's game. Go see the movie, people. <laughs> <laughs> to borrow. Okay, Steven's uh, no, Jess- no, no, Jess- It's a good Jess- film. Uh, yeah, it is a good film. <laughs> to borrow something from Jessica Molly. Chastain, we. Even though she was talking about like women in movies and blah blah yeah. blah, um, I don't feel that there is anything missing sp- spectacularly from my life as a single straight male that I need to have a woman yeah. to complete me. And I know it sounds it sounds so stupid. I can totally understand that as in in my because I'm white. Uh, He's I'm Brazilian, straight. but he does look white. Yeah, I'm Brazilian by birth, but <laughs> let's be honest here, I'm white. Um, He's a white middle class male. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. You so as class. one of those, where's it, the middle? It sounds really yeah, stupid sounds... to be like, yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> he just gestured like the money side. <laughs> Shut up, Stephen. <gasps> That's okay. That's okay. Just... But yeah, there's nothing <laughs> like. Lacking from my life, and I don't need that. There's, I don't. I'm not sitting here going, oh, I just need a wife. I just mm-hmm. need a wife and kids. I just need a wife and kids and grandkids. Yeah, that, that's that's not what I need. So you're 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 confident enough in yourself to yeah yeah. You totally don't feel you need someone else to complete you. Having said that, um, it'd be great to share your your views, your experiences your life with someone, would that be something you would eventually want to have or want to have right oh, now? Obviously, I yeah, think that everyone now, wants so. a little bit of companionship. Companionship, yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, totally. I think that mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll be a, a hypocrite to say that I don't want any sort of companionship. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I I obviously do want some companionship. Yep. And I've said that word three times in the past <laughs> six Can I say it some more times? Companionship, <laughs> companionship, companionship. But I don't think that it's something that I, you know, in a bygone era where I would need to have that to fulfill my life. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that I could do my own life without ever having accomplished that. I think that it would be something great if I reached it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that it's not something that yeah. makes or breaks me as a person. Oh, very interesting. I, you know, I think you in my life are one of the rare few who actually is at that state of mind where you genuinely can live your life without a companion. It'd be awesome if you did, but it's also okay if you didn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say it would be awesome if I did, but okay if I didn't. I would just preference it by saying it'd be like, it'd be great if I did. But also great if I didn't, because in my own life, I've set my own choices. And I think that finding someone to be a companion to my own life would be great. Mm. But if something like that doesn't happen and I end up living my life the way that I'm living it now, I think that'll also be great. So, wow, that's actually, that's in many ways, I think that's quite admirable, actually, Um, because my view is humans are naturally wired to just be with people. And I mean, I, I suppose it's not, it doesn't always have to be on an intimate level, but 
the fact that you say you don't need that. If it would be good if you did, but you don't need it, I think is quite rare in in in, in a person. Just me, so. Oh, well, thank you. So yeah, <laughs> that's not saying that I'm a hermit. Like I still definitely need people around me. Right. Like, I could not live my Companions. life. Yeah, I couldn't live my life now without having the friends that I have currently. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Yeah. I yeah, think that's I definitely in, a thing that you need to yeah. take into consideration. Mm. It's not just about, um, you know, in this journey of life that mm. we have, mm. it's not just who we work with and who we live with. Like we get our family and that's handed to us on a platter, whether we like it or not, whether it's a silver platter or a bronze, bronze platter or something made of dirt, that's mm. not up to us. That's just something that we have to go through. Yeah. But then we, you know, as we journey through, we get our friends and our our extra friends and we think oh well you know family these are people that we can kind of deal with so so steven you are someone that bruno kind of deals with okay (laughs) (laughs) that's what i've got from that i am a kind of deal with friend (laughs) he is a kind of deal with friend yep (laughs) yeah he's just in disbelief right now i am Mm. i I don't know what to say (laughs) So tell me about then the date that your parents set you up on. Oh dear, we're we're, we're down we, to this, are we? Yes, yes. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to do it in a nutshell because uh, right. I like to have stories short and sweet. I say that, but then every story that I tell is never short and sweet. So here's the thing. I was in the US. My parents were in the US also. I was uh, coming to visit them. I wasn't yeah. actually in the US. And then... Um, they they said to me, uh, hey, um, so are you dating anyone recently? And I'm mm. like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm just, you know, living life, whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, um, we have someone that you would, you know, you should probably meet. And then I realized that my parents are trying to uh, hook me up with uh, one of their friends. So oh. I ended up going to this date and it was with someone that my parents had hooked me up with and it was yeah. awkward. Wait, your parents were friends with someone of your age? Oh, yes, it's true. So my parents knew um, my parents knew this girl who was my age because they had befriended a couple who was their age. So it was like the daughter of my parents' friends. Like that, come on. That doesn't even sound like a good rom-comp. How is that going to sound like a good wedding speech? <laughs> oh, okay. So um, we ended up going on a date and it just didn't, it wasn't great. It was like, it. How, how do you, how do you have a good date when you know that your date is going to get reported back to not only your parents, but your date's parents who are then going to feed back to your parents in some Way, shape, or form. But parents have always been involved. I think particularly ethnic parents, they've always been involved in their children's love lives where they would be willing to set up you up with anyone. I know this for a fact too. They were, my parents always tried to set me up with women. That's been from a, uh, a, 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 a side of where it's like, you're, you're engaged to this person and that's mm. it. Like, you know, that's it. You're engaged right, right. and there is nothing else that's going to happen because... That's our choice. I feel that in this day and age, and considering that I'm not 
from the kind of culture that has um, arranged marriages, it's it's slightly different than just this is the girl that I want from you. You marry her, yes? Because mm. the yes is a question, yeah, right, right, right. not so much a statement. Okay. So to finish off my story, yeah. it was um we went on Never me fucked. and this girl went on a date, and it definitely did not work out. Uh, not not because there was anything um that was really really bad. It just it was just. You know, if you go on a date chemistry with a friend, was there was no chemistry. It was just like, we're going on this, this, this meeting. It was like a meeting. It was like a business transaction. And, oh, you know, and it was oh. like, you know what? Uh, I feel that I'm not getting, you know, this, this just, just doesn't seem right. So okay. it didn't work out. And then lo and behold, I would say six to 12 months later, that girl was then dating a cousin of mine and um, they are now married, happily married in another country. So props to them. Yeah, there you go. You didn't step in. Props to them. She likes to keep it in the family. Mm, Yeah. Yes, she obviously liked our family. (laughs) Well, you did something. There was something about you. So just sort of like you were like the entree and he was like the main. He was the main. And I was the entree. He was the main. Oh, Oh, there you go. But, you know, that's just, um, that's just one of those things about dating though, right? You just, you never know. And, and you can go on any random date and it's how many random dates have we had in our lives that have just eventuated into nothing. But but then there's someone else who's on the other end of that date Mm. who has then been like, this girl is amazing. Mm. She, she has, uh, or he, Mm. um, you know, to, to, to blend. Including everyone. Yeah. I'm including everyone. Um, you know, they have been amazing. And then that date, because they've been on like a bad date, have realized that that's not what they're after. Mm. What they're after is actually the next thing that they go on. I think failure mm. is a good. Um, I think failure has a very bad connotation in life. No, people. The most successful people always say, "Fail, don't be afraid to fail." Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't have to be relationship, like just relationships, but it's everything in life. Yeah, because that's the only way you you can figure out whether you sink or swim. Whether you I agree with that. So I've been on so many failed dates, and they mm. haven't been failed in the terms of like. Um, like I haven't gone on a date and we're we're paddling on a boat and then all of a sudden the 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 boat the oars have fallen off and then I'm trying to steer it in with one oar and then we <laughs> fall off and the shark comes on and bites the end of the the boat and we all die. Mm. Like I haven't had a a we're almost gonna die it's very date. Dramatic. It's not a film. It's not Jaws. What? <laughs> How dare you! No, but I do. I, I do get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like most of our dates have, you know, they're relatively tame. Yeah. Like, what is a bad first date? Like, tell um, me, Peter. Okay. What is your worst my first worst date? first date? Well, I. Ooh. Oh, okay. So I was set up through a friend. Um, Note: uh, Most of my bad first dates have been set ups. But no. come, go on, go on. Oh, okay, I look. Okay, I beforehand I was only going on dates through apps like Grindr, etc. But there was one where I had, had a friend, uh, uh, God bless her soul, 
she was such a sweetheart, but I felt like she had the whole, oh, you're single and gay, and my friend is single and gay. So clearly you must be, the you must work. Great together. Great together. So um, we eventually, she she gave me her, his contact details and vice versa. We started chatting. It was actually quite nice. Um, even saw him in person, unbeknownst to him. I wasn't stalking him. But he, we worked in in the same vicinity. Anyway, I was like, oh, okay, okay. There's a, you know, there's there's some, in, there's an intellect, and also he he looks like someone I could be with. So anyway, we then um, set up our first date, and when we went out on our first date, he was an American, an American, and um, first mistake. Unf- <laughs> um, Americans, if you're listening to this, um, I'm sorry. I don't feel this way generally. Unfortunately. The stereotype that Americans uh, love to talk about themselves uh, played very well into this first date, unfortunately. So this guy wouldn't sort of give me an inch about... Like, he never didn't seem quite interested in That's me. That's all he missed too, just an inch. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, for a straight guy, you certainly know a lot about... <laughs> anyway. So anyway, on this date, all he could talk about was himself and how much he loved porn. And what he preferred in porn, what he didn't like, he gave him, you know, stars and thumbs up. Um, what I thought were thumbs up, and it just seemed really odd to me. I mean, I thought it was funny at first, and then he got creepy. Needless to say, I went on three more dates with him and slept with him and fell asleep during sex. But <laughs> <laughs> needless to say, three more dates. <laughs> yeah, it happened. But then you you learn these things eventually, and at that point, I wasn't as confident in myself to say, oh, you know what? I deserve better than this. And um, in any case, yeah, that that ended. Because after that whole, after we had slept together and <laughs> and he had to go back to America for a family trip. Um, and when I texted him, he did not, he wasn't as responsive as he used, as he was previously. And I was like, oh, why, why, why? And then like a year later, I realized it's because I clearly wasn't enjoying his day. <laughs> so, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. It was all a right, long day. All right, all right. We get it. We get it. We get okay. it. Thank you. Thank it you, everybody. What it was. Do you have moves of seduction? <laughs> moves of seduction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most definitely not. I do not have any moves of seduction. What is a move of seduction? You know, I'm, I'm a very corny as, person. It could be something as simple as a, a, a holding of the hand while you're walking along the, the riverside talking about life. No, I think if, I was, if uh, I was able to um, find someone that I could walk along the riverside to, I think that would be like as much of a move of seduction that I could possibly conquer. Like that's okay. it. Like, you know, yeah. me and, and a woman on the riverside. Okay. You just like, okay, you'd be yourself and you'd like her to be herself and not feel. Yeah. I don't like the whole gamification of the dating aspect. Okay. You know how people are like, oh, you need to do this, you need do to do that. that. You just yeah. want it to You be. need to wait a day before texting. You mm. need to wait five days before you, she's texted you back. I think that um, where, if, if you're civil enough and if you're not a complete asshole, because there are a lot of heart souls out there. I yes, I'm, I absolutely agree, especially as a guy. There are so many 
cunts out there mm-hmm. who are just absolute cunts that treat women as you objects. know just total the, like the way that nobody should be treated not mm. women should be treated but the way that nobody should be treated mm. um <clears throat> but yeah i think that that uh i think once you get past those type of people then you can find uh guys who don't need to like oh yeah i'm gonna wait like five days before i text you oh mm. i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that yeah. so no game playing well there's this I, I i think that there's a certain level of game playing game playing like you shouldn't just go out Another and be Freudian like slip. <laughs> fabulous <Freudian slip. laughs> you shouldn't just go out and be like oh yeah i'm gonna text you straight back after you texted me because maybe that will seem a little bit on the desperate side um, okay so you have limits you have You've set a you've set aside boundaries for yourself, but it's yeah. all very subjective. It's all very much well dependent on the woman you're dating at the time. It's dependent yeah. on the person. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that any person. rule can fall into a logic rule. Because I've seen you on Tinder. We were at a party. I'm sorry, you saw me on Tinder. Yeah, on on the app. I've seen you use Tinder. So we were at a party, and I remember we were sort of talking about this. You know how. I mean, how's it going, B, with, you know, the dating life? And you're like, yeah, no, yeah, no, nothing that's stuck yet, blah, blah, blah. And then we decided, I believe it was at Stephen's, one of Stephen's many gatherings, where we then decided, you know what, we feel like, you're, you're, you're a picky fucker. <laughs> you, <laughs> there's always something that, that I believe you, you choose that you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to do this because she's this or that, that, that. But do you think... Uh, by the way, we ended up just taking his phone and then just picking women for him to be matched with so that he can, you know, sort of open himself up a little bit, try different things. Do you think that this is kind of a defense mechanism in at the risk of getting hurt at some stage? Or what? what's going on there, B? He's put on Stephen's glasses, which he doesn't <laughs> need to put on. Because he's got twenty twenty vision. Uh, I wouldn't say twenty twenty. Maybe like twenty one twenty one oh, or something. Or God. <laughs> Vomit anyway. <laughs> uh, no, but it's it's true though. Everyone does stuff towards their own self. Uh, uh, self. What's it called when you try and help your own self? You know. To Is it a defense mechanism? A defense when you do mechanism. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, I've done stuff that has been about me protecting myself, Self, self-preservation, or mm-hmm. preservation, or whatever it's called. Um, I have recently tried to drop that barrier a little bit. Good. And I have consciously tried to be more open and be more out there in terms of meeting new people. Cool. Uh, especially once... You know, you know, once you get to like past 30 and you start to look at your life and you look at all the stuff that you've done mm. and as much as it's good, like you've done so much, you've, you've traveled, you've, you've seen a lot yeah, of the you've world, traveled, yeah. you know, you've, you've seen your career progress and do whatever it is. But then there's a certain point where you look towards what you have done personally and maybe you look at it and you're like, well... When my parents, when they were my age, mm. I was born. So I, if I was my parents, I would have been a little one-year-old child. 
going to, from Brazil to Australia. So there's also that little certain level of, um, of, of, uh, when, when you're looking at it, you're like, oh yeah, you know, there are people who are your age who have children. What, what are you doing with your life? I yeah. don't own a house. I live in Sydney. I'm not going to own a house for another like no. 20 years. That's a case for a lot of people. Yeah. Understood. I don't have children. But what am I going to do with a child? Like, no, but, I don't the, know no, okay. But see there, there, I mean, I suppose the, 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 it's not a stereotype, but the, the normal, the norm. yeah, the norm is apparently that you, you get married by the time you hit your early thirties or late twenties, mm, you then have a child. 30s. Yeah. And then you have a late, and then you have a child, you're married, um, uh, in these days, not in that, you know, that order anymore. I mean, vice versa. Um, but you're supposed to have, have ticked off all these boxes and I feel like for you there, I mean, there's, there's a certain type of societal pressure to, to have accomplished these things. But I think you, at the same time, you've rejected those and said, like, I'm going to do, I am going to live the life the way I want to live. And, you know, if, if someone comes along, that's okay. That's good. But I'm okay with how things are going now. Yeah. And I wouldn't say rejected because obviously I know the standard norms. Um, I think it's more mm. along the lines of, uh, I know what they are. Mm. Uh, I haven't necessarily rejected it. Yeah. It's just that uh, the way that things are, that mm. they haven't progressed in that standard form. Mm. But yeah, no, I haven't rejected it at all. Mm. But I wouldn't... Um, no, definitely not. You haven't rejected... I don't think... I think the fact that you've already said that you've opened yourself up to, you know, to more possibility is is a good step too. Um, and at the same time, you feel like, um, I mean, I feel like you you're still also sort of battling within yourself to say, okay, how much do I want to, how much do I want to, um, I would say sacrifice. Yeah, you can say sacrifice. Sacrifice, right? How do I? How much do I want to sacrifice in this process of of dating, um, it's sacrificing yourself for someone else. Because really, like if we break down a relationship, though, yeah, it is, isn't com- isn't a relationship compromise sacrifice. Yeah, yeah they're, they're even just to start. Let's talk about the early stages of dating. Mm. You've got uh, you've got you, yeah, and let's let's assume that you are here as a single person. Yeah, uh, you've got your own time. You've got your job, whatever. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Once you start to see someone else. Mm. All of a sudden, that you time becomes you and her time or yeah. you and he time, depending on yeah. your preference, right? And it's like, uh, you can do what you want. You know, it's like you and that person. And then you start to do this and that and this and that. And then it becomes you and him or you and her becomes us time. Yeah. And then from that, that just... Is that confronting to you? That it's just you... Just us time, or like you, you know what it to... is? It's it's just the change. So I think it's the You're fact a creature of, of comfort. Yeah, I think as humans we are creature of comforts. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Steve. Do you want to? Can you turn on that light there? There's a switch there. So. There we go. Thank you. I think that all of us as humans have appreciated the fact that we love where we are. We yeah. are very comfortable in the spaces that we are, mm. and. When you introduce a foreign subject, that brings change. Yeah. 
and so I think that from humans we're like, oh well, what's what's this? What's this change? What's this new foreign element? Like I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, even from having a housemate, like if one of us started dating, it's like, oh okay, um, cool. That's that's great that you're dating, but then you start to look into it, and it's like, mm. uh, does that mean that he's going to move out? Am I going to have to move out? Like there are huge living conditions that changes depending on how that romantic uh, relationship progresses. Yeah. Right? Totally. And I think, though, that you um, you hold yourself, you know, you, you hold yourself, all the things you achieve in life, you hold as a priority, whether it's, you know, your education, your employment, you know, where you go in, in life as, you know, as, as a professional. Um, and, you know, knowing you for as long as I have, you do take your career quite seriously. Um, you know, you're in a job there, you know, you're in a good position and I feel like in the, I feel like in the workplace, you would be someone, if you were to meet someone in the workplace, I feel like that would, that would sit okay with you as well. Do you agree? Maybe not the exact workplace. Not right now. No, no, but just, just a workplace in general, because at that, I mean, would it, would it, would I be wrong to say that? You know, if you had connected, if you 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 met a a nice woman there who was also very you know career focused, um, had a good sense of humor, liked the same movies you did, you would love to pursue that relationship a bit further past professional. Yeah, but then this is another podcast because we're talking about dating in the workplace. Oh no, so. he falls into date into dating. No, I don't know. I f- I feel that dating in the workplace is something totally different. How so? There are so many other little levels that you have to coordinate. To date someone in your workplace. Right. What? Firstly, okay. are there any of the same team? Mm. If they are, then it's like, oh, well, that's that can be quite problematic. Yeah, yeah. And yep. then Which if they're, I, I reckon that if they're in a separate team, mm. then that could that could work. That would have a better uh, ratio of working than if they were in your immediate, immediate team. team. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever dated someone in the workplace? No, it's it's actually been one of my. Um, little stupid rules and I say stupid rules because it, it sounds really stupid and archaic when you try and think back like oh why didn't this work out it's like because mm-hmm. I, ju- I just feel that dating someone in your workplace mm. it, it it brings so much more trouble than it's worth oh yeah which is a common a very common sort of resolution that people come to when comes yeah. to dating in the workplace but wouldn't you be curious to find out i would be but then would my rules hold me back exactly so that's the thing so would you break one of your one or two of your rules don't it? know oh, interesting honestly don't know tell me about the girl that you had gone on a date on who was a little bit crazy <laughs> and um so crazy that Which she one? ended up burying <laughs> your friend's child <laughs> And <laughs> yes, the one who put uh, you up with her in the first place. Um, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> okay, here's, here's, here's what happens. All right. Um, <laughs> Go on. Okay. <clears throat> so here's, the, here's the, the gist of the whole story. I, uh, back in school, I was, um, I was very much wanting to have a girlfriend and i'm like okay you know what i'm ready to get back in the dating scene what's happening 
And so a good friend of mine was like, you know what? Here's a cousin of a cousin of mine who well not not like a blood cousin to to preference, but mm-hmm. <laughs> let's uh why don't we just set you a two second up? Second cousin. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. So <laughs> he set me up with this girl and we had a we had a blind setup date and it was great. You know, it was like it was like, oh yeah, you know, you're fine. Uh. Um it was fine and all, but we never really connected to this the point of it being any sort of a date. Okay. It was always like a you know, you go on a date and you're like, ah, what is uh, you know, it's fine, but it's not something that I would pursue for anything more. Um, mm. So that never happened. Let's just fast forward to mm, four years. Mm. And my friend who had set us up together has now, uh, he's the father of the child from the woman who I went on the date with. Uh, I hope you all at home can follow that scenario. I feel like B, you you have a knack of going on first dates with these women, but then they send they tend to meet with other people within your network, and then they just you you're like this you're like a you seem to set women up without actually knowing that you set women up. I think it's people. just because um I'm I'm so bad at first dates. Oh, oh. <laughs> that they just fall into these other relationships. That happened to be uh, motherhood or motherhood. Mm. Either, or, either way. Yeah, other, either way. So then, okay. So, so then yeah, anyway, um, it didn't work out between me and uh, that woman. Yeah. But uh, then my friend ended up um, bearing a child to her. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it was great. That leads on to the second story of... The second time Bruno went out on a date. Oh, do tell. <laughs> this is not even on my question list. You had B, come on. This is an exclusive. Tell. And you just said it to people. Yeah, go on. There was this other time yeah. that I was overseas mm-hmm. with um, my parents. Okay, to, to preference this, I've been, um, what, do, what do you call it? I, I've just been single. In like the single area yeah, for yeah. quite a for while. while. Yep. Um, and then my parents, the single, a date, a dating. I've been dating for quite a while. Uh, anyway, mm. my um, I got to meet up with family, and we were meeting up for Thanksgiving in the US. Which I don't know if you know, but in the US, it's actually a big thing. Uh, I didn't I have anyone <laughs> to bring to the Thanksgiving table. Anyway. Oh, what no. happened was my parents and family said, "Oh well, you know what? Uh, you should, you should, you should be with this girl." And I said, "What? Oh. Who? Who? What? What's her name? What's her?" Anyway, so what had happened was they had arranged for me to sit at the the dinner table with this this girl that I had never seen in my life. FYI, who lived in the US, so a different country because I live in Australia. And we sat, we had a meal, it was awkward. Um, Leadness, leadness, leadness. Least to say? Least to say? Uh, Just talk Portuguese now. Less to say, 
<laughs> Things did not work out. We did not have um, something that was more of just like a regular good time. Yeah. Right? We, it was fine. It was very normal and it was great. But there was nothing that would lead to, uh, some would say, a second date. Uh, let's just fast forward like a few months. Okay. She ends up going to a separate state in the US. Yeah. Um, and has a child with my cousin. What? Another one? Oh my God. Anyway. What? Oh. So yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> oh that was my setup. Thank you well, very much. Bea, you are like the ultimate matchmaker without actually... You're like... You're Cupid. Of, yes. Of cousins. But, but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, B, uh, Did you at least enjoy the turkey at Thanksgiving? Oh, the food was uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah like, I hear yeah. it's great. I've never had Thanksgiving turkey. Ever. No, I, well, I, I absolutely adored the food. It was oh. it was turkey, it was chicken, it was mm. gravy, it was delicious. Yeah, but just yeah, no, no, no love. Well, I first didn't. Sight. Well, the thing about family setting up on a date is that it's you don't want it, so just don't, don't do it. <laughs> My fiance Ben has just entered the room, and he has and a laughed. bit of a <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so continue. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm, oh, no. I'm, I'm done with family setting me up on dates because yeah, because your auntie had just set you up too. All right, thanks, Peter. This was Peter. like the other week. So, so last why? week, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last week we're talking less than seven days ago. My uh, auntie gets back and we're like, hey, let's meet up. Let's have a let's have a drink. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yep. I'm like, well, where are we going to meet? Yeah, blah blah blah. We we find out a date and a time. We go for dinner. I get there. Um, I walk through, it's a pub. I walk through the pub and there is my auntie and this random girl that I have never seen before in my life, Mm -hmm. who is also by chance, my same age. Yep. Um, so I'm like, oh, hey. She's like, oh, hey. hey." (laughs) Um, so we, we chit chat and whatever. And then it becomes evident by talks of my auntie being like, oh, so what do you do? What's, what, you know, what's happening with you and your career? What's happening? What's going on? Yeah. Like, you know, those questions that are just pushed. Yeah. It's so hard onto questions. you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and some they're talking and whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, good. And then after, yeah, uh, we, we go there, we have some drinks and we eat. Mm. And then my auntie goes, oh, I, I need to go. Um, Bye. I mean, that oh, was that, that was just that was practically it. It worst. was like, oh, I need to. Go. I'm just, over, I'm just over there. Over I'm, there I'm over across the street by the jukebox. Like, <laughs> so, I need to say that I was not prepared for a date. So you know, when you come into a date, yes, you you have the mindset of I'm I'm going to go for a date. I have. I've got certain questions. Yeah, yeah, I've got my head there in that well, in situation. the zone. Yeah, totally. If you rock up to a Completely random date. My head was nowhere. I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" What's, I, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. So you wouldn't be good at, at improv. I'm yeah. barely good at at conversation. How am I going to be good at improv? Have you seen this? <laughs> this conversation went for seven hours. Peter's going to cut it down to like uh, two and a bit hours. God, <laughs> kidding! It's going to be forty-five minutes. 
So anyway, what happened with this lady? <laughs> there was nothing that happened with the lady. She was she was very nice. She was absolutely she was great. I just uh, I I didn't feel like we were something that could happen, mm-hmm. and I also didn't feel like I was in any sort of dating mood. So I'm like, thank you, goodbye. So the pressure is on from your elders. Oh, you my parents, parents have been very much wanting uncles. They want grandchildren. They do. Have you ever my sister's seven years my junior, she, so they mm. definitely want me to spawn their children. You're the firstborn too, though. It's something with the parents where the firstborn seems to be like the 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 Simba. Overall, how different do you think your life would be if you were gay? I think that there would be better fashion. And probably more sex. Uh, <laughs> I would have to agree. There would definitely be yeah, a lot more of more sex. fashion. You have no fashion and sex. Fashion, you have gay face. A hundred percent. Bruno I taught him well enough that he has gay face down to a T. Like gay bitch face down to a T. Yes. Like sometimes people talk to him and I just look at his face and I'm like, it's like looking. So if we're it's in, like looking yeah, okay. in a Brazilian mirror. Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listeners. <laughs> listeners. Okay. When we've gone clubbing. Okay, take it back. It has less sass. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. When we've gone clubbing. When Bruno has a bit to drink, he tends to be very, he tends to be very dominating of the dance floor, uh, to the point where he will push people off. At uh, at at will, just whenever he felt like. Let's talk to Minnie Minogue. Minnie. Mini Minogue, if you're out there listening, I'm sorry, Bruno. Yeah, I, I Mini, Mini, I am really apo- sorry. This is obviously the, the the forum for me apologizing to you. I did not know that pushing someone off the dance floor would actually mean pushing someone off the dance floor. I was I was just there trying to pull on my dance moves. He was just showing off to Stephen, so he wants to be part of the circle. No. So he then says, "I'm gonna." I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, All right. I'm sorry. I didn't even know who Millie was. So, um, I'm sorry. He's gonna no. lip sync the dance equivalent of oh, lip sync for his life. For my life. Yeah. Let's make him lip sync to the Millie Minogue song that he almost pushed her off from, <laughs> which I believe was Time Bomb. Um, <laughs> lip sync f- for your life. Bring it. Okay, okay. So he's ready for a lip sync slash dance off. All right, we have now. Catch that on the vlog. I believe you. I want to. I want to believe that you find love, but at this point in time, after everything I've heard, you would die alone with your plants. (laughs) My plants are amazing, and um, I just want you to know. That if I do die alone, then that is exactly what happens. Peter is laughing <laughs> like a hyena at the moment. Like, absolutely cacking himself. Cacking, cacking. Oh, <laughs> My plants will survive. I tried to tr- extract some kind of... Some, just 
something for the ladies. Some to, sort to of humanity. Whole, you, from you know me. what? You know, I I could be wrong too. So like the way like the way you are. There there are people out there that will basically enjoy this, what so. he's saying is I have no humanity. <laughs> so God save. The no, queen. I I I I I love Bruno. He's an awesome dude. He's smart. He's charismatic. He is funny. He's he has he he likes things to be a certain way. But if you came along. Um, and showed him that there are other ways in the right way. I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe something beautiful will blossom at this at that point. Genuinely, he is a very smart guy. And Stephen is about to. I hope I compliment what I've just said. <laughs> and to back up what Peter just Thank said, you. in terms of Bruno's dating, he is very generous and kind to whoever he would be dating. Yeah, I'm sure. I think he is too. I think yeah, totally. He's a generous lover as well. Oh. Maybe we should end it here. <laughs> no. Okay, now that's for the ladies to find out. He has not explicitly um, told us how he is in the bedroom, but I think that's just him, and that's okay as well. We imagine he is a very giving lover. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. So, so sign up on are you single <laughs> no, forward like, slash that's been taken. Bruno. <laughs> um, oh, hey, guys, I've just got back in the room. What's going on? That, <laughs> All right, so um, I just got back in the room. Uh, I just want to say thank you, Peter, for yeah. such uh, a great podcast. No, you're welcome. Um, where can people people find you on social media slash? App dating. Oh, uh, I'm I'm sure I'm everywhere. Like uh, I'm on Tinder and I'm on Facebook and I'm on email. Oh, what's your handle? Handle. Yes, your name on say Instagram. Oh, um, um, it is Bruno Smashes Sydney. Hashtag hashtag. That's a hashtag too. Bruno. Hashtag Bruno Smashes Sydney. Yes, yes. Thank you. You can find Bruno on Bruno Smashes Sydney. On Instagram as well as Twitter and Facebook and until we meet again see ya bye 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 thank you thank you Peter I'll see you next time